0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: This intro took a turn, so we got to find someone to cheer us up, and that means peeking behind the curtain to find out what's going on at BetMGM.
2: I won. I won. I won. I won. Yeah, I've
1: won! I've won!
2: Ah, all the years I've waited for this. Years! I've been coming up here. Yeah, i never won, never won once and now I won! the
1: the The line is set with Jason Scott! Joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Jason Scott. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology. helping men all across this country get back to their best in the bedroom. Just go to their website, GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. That is GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Jason, good morning to you. This line opened between TCU and Georgia at, I believe, Georgia minus 13 and a half, minus 14. Now it's down to 13. So we're seeing TCU money come in, at least we did initially. How do you think this shakes out before game time?
2: Yeah, morning Chelsea, morning Jenks. Yeah, it's been really interesting. That the public's right behind TCU, the Cinderella story. Uh, we're seeing a lot of money for Moneyline uh, TCU. That one's uh, plus 400 down to plus 375. I think we'll see more money for Georgia as the day goes on uh, to even out our book. up uh, I think the line will start fairly close to where it is right now.
0: And what about the total? We're seeing a total of 63 and a half. I don't have super strong feelings on this total, but are we seeing the money come in on either direction, whether it's the over yeah. or the under?
2: Yeah, I think the fact that we saw in the semifinals that uh, both guys were well over 80 and I think um, almost getting close to 90, that the public have been behind the uh, behind the overs, which is which is common. Uh, but it's 61 and a half up to 63 and a half. I wouldn't shock me if it keeps going and goes another point or two.
1: Jason, I'm curious, and I, I don't know the answer to this, but clearly you want money on both sides whenever you put a bet on the board. How often do you just let the market dictate the number versus saying maybe we adjust this to get action on one side or the other?
2: Yeah, look, we have a, I have a different philosophy to probably the traditional uh, bookmaking in america i do that a hundred percent of the time i let the market tell us where it is so betmgm this year will offer over three three and a half million different markets so if we try and book to liability we'll be betting the wrong price i tend to look at it almost like a stock market or a foreign exchange currency where there's a price where there's a small cohort of sharp customers who continually beat us where well, i've got some of those betting on one side and some betting on the other side that's probably the right number and the liability falls where the liability does. Uh, right now, we've got a huge liability to TCU, uh, and if it lands there, that's where it starts. It when the game kicks off. So be it. But uh, over the year, over a year, we find that's the best way to maximize our, our profits.
0: Yeah, it sounds like America will be rooting for TCU, and the Bucs will not be rooting for TCU to win it all. Uh, Jason, over the weekend, we had some interesting games in the NFL. Which game was the biggest winner for the books?
2: Uh, without a doubt, the Commanders. And although it wasn't the biggest winner for the book, the one that saved us the most money was the Lions because the parlays were really lining up with a lot of the uh, playoff teams winning and covering. We had huge playoff liability going into that last game with, uh Green Bay had won. So although we won more money on the Cowboys, I think the, uh, the Lions game was the key for us yesterday.
1: We're talking with Jason Scott, the vice president of trading for bad MGM in charge of setting the lines and prices at the book. So Jason, it's interesting. You're talking about the Cowboys in that when you're getting ready to set lines for playoff games, like I'm, I'm having a hard time not overreacting to one week where the Cowboys looked so bad in Washington when they should have been motivated. So when you're setting the line against the, the bucks this weekend in a playoff game, I would imagine you take a, you know, you look. Deep, You do a deep dive into the numbers and, and take the season into consideration as opposed to one game, but how difficult is it to do that if a team is really off going into the playoffs?
2: It's a tricky one, isn't it? You want to, you want to consider their full yeah. body of work, but the recency bias of what your eyes just saw this week and even in the last couple of weeks um, are really interesting. We'll have the same problem next week, really, when Philly, when Philly come back off their bye given their last three or four weeks have only been average. Uh, so, look, we... It's interesting. The Cowboys are playing a team, the Bucks, who really have looked pretty average for most of the last six weeks. So you know they've gone up minus three. Uh, we'll let the market dictate where that lands. Uh, I, I suspect one thing we do know with the Cowboys is they are always the most popular bet team. So when sports betting gets into Texas, we're going to see some huge numbers on Dallas negatives because even even without it being in Texas, they are more popular than any of the uh, any other NFL team.
0: Right now we have uh, some Super Bowl odds over at Ben MGM where it looks like the Chiefs favorites at plus 350, Bills four to one, Eagles five to one, Niners plus 550. Are there any teams outside of those top four that are drawing any kind of action in the futures market?
2: Yeah, I think I think we talked the last six weeks and then specifically the last week, uh, the two best bet teams have been the 49ers and the Bengals. Now, we saw enormous amounts of money. Yesterday, the handle in the Bengals game and the Bills game were disproportionate. Now, whether that was the emotion of coming off Monday night from the night before and people want to be involved in those games and, you know, they both covered fairly easy. But we've we've seen a fair bit of money coming uh, for both those teams. We did see a lot of money early in the week last week for the Chiefs as well when it sort of became apparent they were going to get the uh, first-round buy.
1: Jason, how do you take into consideration, we were talking about big picture and recency bias, but what about when you have two teams like the Bills and Dolphins, for example? Now it's different because of the 2 situation, but when you have two teams that played during the regular season, how much of that do you factor in? you got a lot of things to consider here.
2: Well, they're good. We we prefer those games where you've got two games worth of history each year for the last forever long. So, so these guys know each other well. We obviously didn't go up enough. We went up minus 10 there and the money came to the Bills almost straight away from some fairly sophisticated betting syndicates. So um, those games where you've got more data points and touch points head-to-head, you know, the Dolphins record in uh, Orchard Park is horrible. Uh, and, the and their weather, their record in cold weather is even worse. So uh, I prefer, much prefer those games and, and teams that very rarely play each other.
0: All right. So we usually keep tabs pretty well on the NFL, college football, but is there a trend or a team that better should be paying attention to, whether it's the NHL, whether it's NBA, whether it's college hoops?
2: Yeah. I mean, the team, the team we've started seeing a lot of money for, that the, the professional teams or other uh, professional groups are obviously rating really highly right now, is the Grizzlies. Uh, I mean, they had a, they had their run in the playoffs last year, uh, but we are seeing most weeks, most games that they play, we see money very early for the Grizz, uh, and they'd be the team. I'd be, uh, you know, they're on a six six game winning streak right now. Uh, they're the team that we're more times than not need to see beaten.
1: He is the vice president of trading for BetMGM. He joins us each and every Monday here on the show with his insight. We certainly appreciate it. It is Jason Scott. Jason, thank you. Thank you, guys.
0: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.